0: Hello folks, and welcome to yet another episode of Uncomplicate Health, the show where we do just that, uncomplicate your health. Today, let's talk about this thing around detox. Is it a myth? Is it real? Uh, What does science say? And what do studies say? And what's all this noise surrounding detox? Come on, let's dive right in. now the most common comment that you'll hear from somebody who doesn't believe in detoxes and doesn't do them is your body already has the ability to detox. Your body has the ability to heal itself. So all this detox is a scam and things like that. Now you go back and ask them two questions. If the body is so good at healing itself, why do we get diabetes? Why do we get hypertension? Why do we have all the problems that we all humans have? Isn't the body supposed to heal itself? Same way, you go back and also ask them, we have WBCs, which are the white blood cells. They are the ones who are supposed to fight infection. Now when we get infected, why do we take antibiotics or antivirals? Why do we take medicines? Why isn't the body fighting for itself? So the truth is, drawing parallels between these two examples. When these microorganisms, when they overpower our defense system, we need help. The body's defense system needs help. And so when we take antibiotics or antivirals or whatever it is that we take to fight off the infection, we are giving a boost to our immunity cells. The same thing is happening with our body's defense system or rather the body's detox system Now, yes the body has an amazing ability to heal itself but the same way microorganisms can overpower our wbc's and our immune system this overpowering from the environment from our stress from our our diet and from our exercise and all of this can contribute to overpowering our body's beautiful detox system which is why a detox, when done correctly, of course, will work wonders. So what does a detox do? To understand that, we'll have to understand what the detox organs are. Every organ plays some kind of a detox role because every cell in our body has a way to detox itself. But the major organs when it comes to detox are lung, liver, kidney, spleen, large intestine and the skin so the lung is very clear right we are breathing air, the nose and uh, the the nostrils, the, the hair, the cilia all of them, they filter out the large particles and then we breathe the air in, the lung filters uh, the air and then we take oxygen and we send a large number of the gases back out so the lung plays a large role in in keeping the system healthy. The liver is also very clear. liver is probably the largest detox organ in our uh, body and uh, the role of liver in detoxing is just not debated at all. Now kidney. Now the kidneys are a metabolic organ. Yes we know the kidneys as the one that you know sends out urine but the kidney plays a huge role in maintaining the metabolic balance in our body the way our sodium and potassium and all these micro chemicals uh, the balance that happens in the body to keep to keep it working fine uh, the kidney plays a huge role in that the spleen uh, the spleen is a little organ uh, near your stomach so that kind of filters the dead blood cells so in a way that plays a large role in making sure that the blood cells are filtered out properly. The large intestine, yes, we know of it as the one that, you know, throws out our excess food, but the large intestine plays a large role in the way the water is reabsorbed into the system uh, and therefore plays a role in detox. And then we come to the skin. The skin is the largest organ in our body, so it plays a huge big role, again, in the way the sweat comes out and the the balance between the chemicals that the sweat takes out. So, these are the organs that play a role in detox. Now, when we don't take proper food or we have too much of junk food or or too much of alcohol, then your uh, liver is overwhelmed. When we are breathing polluted air then our lungs are overwhelmed. The same way the food can also affect the large intestine because if we don't give it enough uh, fiber then the bacteria to break it down and makes it more difficult for the large intestine to to press and send the food out uh, rather the waste out. So food can affect also the large intestine. Spleen is not really affected by the external factors; is more affected by the internal factors. What happens to our kidneys now? If you don't drink enough water, uh, if you are taking some medicines that alter the the chemical balance in the kidneys, then the kidneys also get affected. Skin, clearly, we are now applying too many creams. We are exposed to uh, sunlight. We are exposed to UV rays, and whatnot. Right, so. Now, we saw the organs and clearly they can get affected. And when that happens, a good detox will be able to clearly detox these organs and help you get better. But I think the word detox is probably abused, which is why it is not getting uh, the credit that it probably should. Because as far as modern medicine is concerned, when we say detox, it typically means detoxing the liver and typically happens when somebody is going through an alcohol rehab program. But anything beyond that, uh, it probably can't, you know, quote, under quote, see. So that's probably why the word detox needs to be changed. Let me put it that way. But the issue is that there are also scam detox programs. Remember, not everything is a detox program. So let's talk about what is not a detox program or what doesn't detox you. The most common myth is that going on a vacation is a detox. You know, we hear about digital detox, where you don't stare at the phone. Yes, it is only a digital detox, but it doesn't really do much detoxing for your body as a whole. Maybe it does a little bit for your mind, but for the body as a whole, it clearly doesn't do any detoxing. So which is why going on a vacation is great, no doubts about that. But that's not a detox. Because you go, you're removing all the stressors that were there when you were in your day-to-day life. And then you've gone and then you're coming back into the same stress. So that's not a detox. Same way, if somebody tells you or sells you a three-week diet program or a gut cleanse program, they are all just that. They probably cleanse your gut a little bit, probably remove some... Uh, toxins that you are putting into your system for those 2-3 weeks, but they are all not detoxes. They are all bits and piece detoxes, let's put it that way. right? So a break is not a detox, but a 3 week gut cleanse is a partial detox of sorts. Then what exactly is detox? Now before I go into what exactly is a detox, the best way to do a detox is not to do it when you are on a break. Yeah, this might be a little uh, contradictory but the truth is the best detox happens when you are in your current situation. Yes, there are exceptions. There are people who can uh, go for a break, you know, get away from their day-to-day life and come back as a very changed person but that's rare. Usually we come back into the same life that we are in. So the best way to do a detox is to do it while you are in your day-to-day life so that your body gets adapted to adapt itself to your current day-to-day life because when you're on vacation your body doesn't get exposed to the normal stresses so the detox needs to work when you are in your day-to-day stressful normal life yeah so that's the best time rather to do a detox now, for it to kind of work, the detox needs to have a minimum few components. The first one being diet. Really, no way to do a detox without, you know, tweaking your diet. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're somebody who's eating healthy already, you don't have to uh, do a detox or you don't have to change your diet. No. When you're doing a, a detox itself, the, the the way the diet works will play a big role in the outcome and success of your detox. So, no detox can be done without altering your diet and depending on what program you take, uh, there will be elimination diets and uh, there will be high fiber diets that you start off with and they will slowly ease you out into a, a normal day-to-day diet. You cannot have a complete detox without getting some form of a lung cleanse so there are techniques like pranayama and breathing techniques that can help slightly increase the oxygen concentration in your uh, lung and therefore do better so that part has to be part of a detox so the lung component has to be part of a detox yes there are places where if you go to the himalayas and do a detox you will have uh, purer air and it will help or if you are inside a hyperbaric oxygen chamber that will also uh, help do the detox well but really you cannot do a detox without having a lung cleansing component then comes the organ stimulation remember the detox is for your organs right especially the six major detox organs that i spoke about so For that to work, your organs need to be stimulated correctly. Now this is an important part and there is no one correct way to do it. So there are Ayurvedic techniques that uh, do massages in a certain way to help stimulate these organs. There are acupuncture points uh, and energy systems that stimulate these organs and uh, there are multiple ways to do it. But without this component, It cannot be a complete detox, it will be a partial detox. A couple of uh, complementary things uh, that will help this detox is flexibility. So remember this is not exercise. And also for about the first 15 to 20 or sometimes even 30% of your detox time, it's best not to do strenuous exercise because again, remember exercise is great, it's very good. But now we are in the process of detoxing and kind of resetting our system. So at that time, we shouldn't be adding more energy drawing uh, activities and exercise, especially strenuous exercise. Okay, simple walking, jogging really won't make much of a difference. But strenuous exercise is best avoided. But flexibility is important. So during the detox time, when you're doing 2-3 uh, week detox or 5 week detox or whatever it is, you need to focus on flexibility and stretches as a way of stimulating your muscles. And then finally, there is something called uh, a lymphatic drainage. Now, this also, different streams do it very differently. There are uh, Ayurvedic techniques, there are acupuncture techniques, there are actual lymphatic uh, drainage uh, therapies that help ease out this uh, l- lymphatic, system in your body and therefore help the whole detox part i'll specifically talk about lymphatic drainage in another episode because that's a rather large topic in itself but for the sake of completion a lymphatic drainage is a rather important part of a good detox program next let's come to the expectations of a detox program and this is probably the most important takeaway from this episode is that, let's say you do a 3 week detox program. You don't detox by the end of the 3 weeks. This is something that is very important to understand and one of the reasons why I normally recommend doing a detox while you are in your day to day life is that at the end of the 3 week program, your body starts to detox. Essentially what we are doing is we are giving the body the tools that it requires to complete a detox and detox itself during the day-to-day life. So when you come back from a break or a vacation, right, you'll come back full of energy. You'll probably not want to go to work. And then the energy will be high and slowly over the next few weeks or months, the energy will drain down till you need to go back for another vacation and come back a little more energized. The detox doesn't work like that. Usually what will happen is, While you're going through the detox program, you won't feel very energized. You'll probably be a little frustrated. You might be a little irritated. Uh, Might again. So by the end of three weeks, you'll start to feel well. And that feeling will continue for a while. In fact, it'll only keep getting better. So when you're in that super healthy state, when your body is uh, in a position to heal itself, if you probably you know eat a couple of Uh, heavy meals you don't have to run uh, an extra hour in the gym your body will throw it out because it knows what to take and it'll throw out what is excess that's the beauty of uh, being in a healthy state and to get to that healthy state this detox is not a bad idea as long as it is done properly the reason why we have so much negativity around detox is because a lot of scams are also there remember that Everything is not detox and everything that is marketed as detox is not detox. A parting note though, uh, the best time to do a detox is not peak summer because uh, the body temperature, uh, you know, fluctuates a little bit to make up for the extra heat outside and we do need a lot of water uh, and eating too much fiber makes it very difficult during peak summer. Uh, The peak summer is not the best of times to do a detox, but otherwise, um, most of the other time is usually okay. So we spoke about uh, what a detox is, why uh, you might need a detox. And detox is, when done properly, is definitely not a scam. And I told you about how the body is overwhelmed by all of these external factors and therefore needs help to help heal itself. And then we spoke about what is not a detox. And then we spoke about what is the good time to do a detox and the components of a detox. So that's it. Did you understand what a detox is? Are you convinced that a detox, when done correctly, is not a scam, but is something that your body can do with? Uh, I probably missed one uh, important thing here is how often should you do a detox? Remember, too much of detox is just as bad as no detox because it can break your system. So more than two a year is not recommended unless there are specific conditions like somebody who's been smoking too much or anyway, it's a specific set of conditions. But for most of us, one detox a year is good. Two is more than enough. More than two is actually not recommended. So that's it from me for this week. And uh, I hope I cleared some things about a detox for you. It's me, Dr. Vaseem, signing off till the next week where I will uncomplicate another area of health for you. Goodbye.